In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why sometimes it's better to rock the boat instead of being quiet just for the sake of peace. Are you a Catholic wife grappling with challenging in-laws? The Catholic Wives Desiring Peace podcast is your sanctuary for navigating the sometimes stormy seas of life with in-laws while being validated for what you've experienced. Join me, your host, Miriam Susan, a Catholic wife who's weathered nearly three decades of in-law drama as we tackle the tough issues you're dealing with head on. Hi, Miriam Susan here today. We are going to be talking about why sometimes it's kind of critical to rock the boat instead of just kind of going with the flow for the sake of peace. So for many, many many years, basically over 20 years, I was the person who tried to just go with the flow to maintain peace with my toxic in-laws. And while on the surface, I totally understand why somebody would do that, in the long run, it ended up costing me a lot. And one of the reasons why I just kind of went with the flow is because I really didn't understand what was going on. I was pretty clueless in terms of what it seemed like the agenda had always been with my in-laws. I was blind to some of the things that my husband had said that he had feared since before we had even met. I was not thinking that the facade that I saw put forth by my in-laws was not their true selves. I am a very literal person. And if you say one thing to me, then I will take you at your word. And toxic people love people like us. They love it because they know that they can say things and you will just accept them as fact, even though you kind of remember things happening a little bit differently. And that makes it easy for them to manipulate you and manipulate situations. So for many, many years, like I said, over 20 years, I kind of took a back seat and just went with most of the things that my in-laws wanted to do sometimes felt like it was a bit of a power struggle between me and my husband because I felt many times that he was choosing his parents over me. And I'm sure you can relate. (laughs) Some of the issues were not, you know, critical issues, but at the same time, it really kind of put me in my place in a not good way. And it put my in-laws needs over my own needs. It often felt like my husband was more concerned about pleasing his parents and keeping the peace with his parents than he was with building a strong relationship with me, his wife. (laughs) It was, it was very confusing to me. I didn't grow up in a Christian home, so I didn't know what appropriate behavior was from in-laws. 
And as a Christian wife, I had read that you're supposed to be submissive. And so I just kind of went along with that. I am a very independent person. I tend to be stubborn and have a natural tendency towards selfishness. And yeah, really flattering (laughs) to share that with you. But to be in a marriage where I felt like I was often the second person in line for decisions was really, really harmful. And it really painted a picture in my mind and in my heart of a husband who was not willing to do whatever it took to protect me and not just to please me, not just to, you know, give in to whatever whims I had, but the idea that if things came up when it was a choice between me or his parents, that he would choose his parents, that is not healthy. That is not healthy. And I praise God that he has seen the light, so to speak, and seen the reality of how detrimental his parents' behavior has been into our marriage. And we have corrected things by, unfortunately, going no contact with his parents. But when you are married, and when you have these issues come up with your in-laws, for you to just kind of go along and, and not, you know, I don't want to encourage you to fight with your husband, of course not. But for you to allow and enable some sinful behavior from your toxic in-laws into your marriage, I feel like we might be held accountable for that. I don't know for sure. I'm not a priest. I'm not a theologian. I, I have a very basic level knowledge of Catholic teachings and, and the scriptures. But I know that enabling sin will bring judgment on us. And when we don't rock the boat, when we try to just keep the peace and not say things, when maybe the Holy Spirit is prompting us to say something that is not good. And so for all these years, I did put up some resistance on certain things. My husband did listen for a lot of things. He did. But there was always a sense for me that at any moment depending on how his parents took some news, he might kind of cave and kind of push back on me pushing back and then cave in and do what his parents wanted to do. And a lot of the times it had to do with our children and spending the night or just even driving in a car from one place to another. I did not like them having time alone with them because... I had seen some toxic behavior and I had mentioned in a podcast, a prior podcast episode that I I didn't quite have words for what was going on. I just, I just knew something wasn't quite right and he would feel bad and he would feel guilty and feel all the things that his parents wanted him to feel, all the the shame, which I talked about in another episode, he felt guilty for not letting them have time with the children when they were behaving well. And 
I was the one that felt like I was being mean or hateful when really it was just like, it just doesn't feel right. Something is not right with this relationship. There were issues that had happened that were never addressed. And so there was this level of mistrust that was there. And I, for the sake of not fighting with my husband, I let things happen that I wish I had stepped up and and advocated more for my kids than I actually did. And so when we're looking at this toxic dynamic with our husbands and our in-laws, and he's doing everything he can to try to make everybody happy. He wants his wife to be happy, but he also wants his parents to be happy. And as wives, if we're just kind of floating along, it doesn't work. And what often ends up happening is that resentment builds in the wife towards her husband because he's not stepping into the role, as I said before, of being the protector and the head of the family for you and for your marriage. And then your in-laws kind of plant themselves into a position of prominence in your family that is a place where they don't belong. It is not the way God designed. While I don't want to encourage you to pick fights with your husband, absolutely not. I don't want you to do that. I do think that there is an appropriate way for you to speak to your husband about some of these things that are coming up and just let him know that it kind of feels like right now you are more concerned about pleasing your parents than anything else. And that really hurts. Obviously, delivery is everything. <laughs> you know, if, if you say it with kindness and gentleness, then it tends to go a lot farther than coming at it from a, you know, more combative stance. Of, you always pick your parents. You always do what they want to do. You never listen to me. That's obviously not going to end very well. Just think about how you would feel if your husband came at you with those kinds of responses and those kinds of tones. So. I really, really encourage you to, number one, above all things, to pray and pray for your husband. Pray for him to see things clearly. Pray for him to have a heart for his marriage and his family and a desire to have a strong marriage and to have a strong family. And in order for that to happen, he has to be strong. So number one, pray for your husbands. I can't tell you how critical that is, especially as a Catholic wife, to pray for our spouses and to pray for protection for them, protection for their minds and their hearts and their physical bodies. And that really will help them to get to the point that you and your marriage takes top priority. So that's number one is to pray for your husband. And number two is to approach him gently about what is going on. Approach him gently about how you feel hurt and you feel slighted and you feel like his parents or or one parent, if there's one in particular, are trying to drive a wedge between you two. And that's one of those phrases that's very common that toxic people will try to use against you. They will say, well, you're trying to put a wedge between me and your dad. You're trying to put a wedge between me and your kids or whatever. That's one of those phrases. But 
approach him gently about the situation and what's going on and really talk to him and try to help him to see that you're not, you don't hate his parents, that you're not in this competition, which a lot of times it feels like it is a competition. It should not be a competition between you and his parents. Absolutely not. This is unscriptural. It is uncatholic to have this competition between you and your in-laws. And so just bring that up to him and you can just tell him very gently and you say, honey, I feel like when we have these issues come up where your parents are asking you something and I feel differently, that it's like a competition and it really, really hurts when I'm on the losing end. Number three, really try to listen to your husband, do follow his lead. And at some point, chances are something is going to happen. There is going to be a specific instance where things are just going to break. And that will be the moment where he sees things clearly. He understands suddenly all the things that you were talking about. And that's when you don't come in and you say, I told you so. <laughs> that's never that's never a good thing. Never go to somebody and say, I told you so. But sadly, it doesn't always happen. But when it does, it's not as big of a relief. At least it wasn't for me when it happened because it was like that first domino fell where he saw things clearly And then it just caused this chain reaction and the dominoes just kept falling all over. And it was like his whole paradigm that he had been living in for his whole life started to crumble. And there was a grieving process that came with that. And there still kind of is because, you know, when our husbands are raised in this kind of environment with toxic parents, it has lifelong effects. And what actually happens with the neurosciences is pretty fascinating, but patterns develop in our brains where our neurons in our brain actually form pathways and thoughts travel through those. And when you have thoughts that have been ingrained over 20, 30, 40, 50, however many years, they're a whole lot harder to change. And so if your husband has seen things And that neurological pathway, it's woven so deep. Just think of like a path in a forest, a very well-trodden path. It's super easy to go on that path because there's no weeds, there's no brambles, there's no rocks. But him seeing things a new way is like creating a new path in the forest. It's going to be hard. It's going to be painful. It's going to be work. And when he finally sees that things are not actually the way that he thought they were with their parents. My husband used to think the world of his parents, he put them up on a pedestal. And then he realized that that pedestal was shaky, shaky ground. When that happened, the way he thought about his parents, it's been very, very hard for him to change. And he oftentimes will go back into that old paradigm that his parents want him to be in, where 
he's treated like a little boy and must go to mommy and daddy for wisdom and guidance on things to where he's an adult. He's a grown man with a wife and six kids and even grown adult children. (laughs) And he can stand on his own. And that's the way God intended. It's hard. It can be really, really hard. And it is not a quick or simple process, but it is worth it. So keeping the peace versus rocking the boat. There are some times when you can decide that it is easier to just go along floating down that path and not rock the boat. But at some point, you will have to rock the boat and destabilize the peace that really isn't peace at all. It just feels like peace because there's a lack of immediate conflict. But really, when you ignore it, when you let things go, when you let things slide for years, you end up like I did. And you end up with hormone imbalances. You end up with thyroid disorders. You end up with adrenal fatigue. You end up with a whole host of health problems because of how the stress of being in a competition, a contentious relationship with your in-laws, it affects your body. And I didn't think it did. And I have lab results to prove otherwise, unfortunately. So I hope this is an encouragement to you to know that number one, that you're not alone. You're not on this journey by yourself. You're not the only person who's going through this. You're not the only person with toxic in-laws. You're not the only person who feels like you're in a competition with your in-laws and it makes absolutely no sense at all. But know that just kind of going along and not finding the courage to stand up for yourself, for your own mental health, to stand up for your husband when he can't stand up for himself, to stand up for your kids, to begin to teach them that this is not a healthy way to interact with other people that sometimes you have to do it. Sometimes you have to do it. Sometimes you have to rock the boat. So that's all for this episode. I'm Miriam Susan. I hope that again, this has been an encouragement to you. Please know that I am praying for you and that your experiences are valid. I hope you feel seen and heard and I hope that you can go in peace. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Catholic Wives Desiring Peace podcast. I have a free gift for you that I would love for you to get. It is my free scripts for toxic in-laws. It's a little PDF that you can use to give you some examples of how to speak to your in-laws about certain issues. I'd love to give it to you absolutely free. So if you head to desiringpeace.com forward slash gift. It will be there waiting for you. Just enter your name and email so you can start using it for inspiration on how to talk with your toxic in-laws. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Go to desiringpeace.com forward slash gift to claim your gift now. Disclaimer, all content and information on this podcast and our website, including our programs, 
products and or services is for information and educational purposes only and does not constitute professional medical, psychiatric, or mental health advice of any kind and does not establish any kind of professional client relationship by your listening to this podcast or use of my website. A professional client relationship with you is only formed after we have expressly entered into a written agreement with you that you have signed, including our fee structure and other terms to work with you in a specific matter. Although we strive to provide accurate general information, the information presented here is not a substitute for any kind of professional advice, and you should not rely solely on this information. Always consult a professional in the area for your particular needs and circumstances prior to making any professional, medical, or mental health-related decisions.